I often start a podcast teaching an expression related to the topic. So today's expression is to lose one's touch or to lose your touch. So do you know what it means if you've lost your touch? You may be able to guess, especially when you hear the topic of today's episode, but have a think about it and I will let you know the meaning at the end of this episode. Welcome to the Level Up English podcast, the best place to come to practice the English language, learn about the British accent and culture, with me, your host, Michael Lavers. Hello, English learners. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for being here, as always. Don't forget, as I always mention, if it's helpful for you, I also include a transcript for these episodes so you can read along to what I'm saying while I'm saying it. And that will be available in the description of the podcast. Or if you can't find it there, you can go to ewmichael.com forward slash podcast and then click on the podcast that you want the transcript for. Before we get to the main topic today, I have a couple podcast reviews to talk about. So thank you as always for sending them in. Usually I look on Apple Podcasts to see the reviews because that's the most popular place. But this week I decided to check some other websites. So I checked a website called Podbean, podbean podbean.com. I haven't used this before, but my podcast is on there. So I had a nice comment from Omar who's just said, thank you for teaching me. It's a very simple comment, but I really do appreciate it. I also had a couple comments on castbox.fm. So I want to thank ILDA1997, ILDA maybe. So thank you for listening from Iran. Thank you also to Virginia, who said that she listened. And I also got a nice comment from Alan Wu, who said, Greetings from China. Amazing podcasts with Michael. Thanks for sharing us the real and useful English in life. I'll keep listening. So I hope you are still listening and I hope you can hear this. Thank you. Thank you very much. The final review I want to talk about is one on Apple Podcasts. And this is from BBNLOO. Bibben Lu, I don't think that's the name. But this person left four stars and just said, can you put the descriptions on the podcast and iPad, please? So this was good feedback to have. It wasn't really a review. It was just a question. But I am glad this person brought this to my attention. So I'm not, I don't really have the power to put the descriptions on, um, on iPad. You know, I can't control the iPad. But it did make me realise that different podcast apps are, of course, different. I tend to use Overcast, the Overcast app to listen to podcasts. And on Overcast, there are direct links. So you can see the link to my website, my show notes, the transcript. But I realise on some apps, the links do not display, so you cannot access them. 
So maybe keep in mind, everyone, that depending on what podcast app you use, when I talk about the transcript and other things like that, it will be displayed differently. I have now included a link. So if you cannot click the link, you should be able to copy and paste it into a web browser. But please note, if you cannot find a link or anything like that, I don't think there's too much I can do about it. I think it just depends on the podcast app you're using. But there are many, many podcast apps. So if you really want to, you can change. Uh, but thank you very much for the feedback. And just for the future, maybe if you do have any feedback, any problems or issues with the podcast or my website, maybe the reviews are not the best place to leave it. Maybe you could send me an email or leave a comment on my website. Um, if you do want to leave an email at any time, I'm always happy to get them. You can just send one to info for information, info at ewmichael.com. Finally, one quick update on my online English school. So I've mentioned this a few times in the past. I'm working on a big resource called Level Up English. Level up means to improve, to make your English better. And I have a great vision for what this could be. So it's almost ready to be released now. And at the moment, it's only got one small course, but I will keep adding to it over time. It also has forums. So it's a great place to come and ask English questions, to discuss English things with other learners and perhaps some native speakers too. And of course me. And I also have a little quiz. So if you take this quiz, it will tell you roughly, you know, approximately what your level of English is and how you can improve at your level. So there's a few things you can do on there at the moment and it's going to keep getting better. There have been some technical problems in April, which has kind of delayed the progress but I'm confident that it will be released in May. In the next week or two, it will be released. So the best way to find out about that is to follow me on Instagram or sign up on my website for my email list and I will tell you when that is public and you can join that new online school. Really excited about that. Okay, so I've got a very special topic today, a very important topic, I think. I want to talk about the topic of getting worse. So if you have been learning English for a few years, you've probably at some point had the feeling that you're getting worse, or maybe at the very least you're not improving. Maybe you're stagnant, and that means you're kind of at the same level, you're not going up or down, you're just staying the same. But some people even feel like it's going down, like it's getting worse. And I have had this problem myself in my language learning. So from my home, I have never had too many problems talking with people over Skype, even when it comes to hard topics about like, your feelings and the state of the world. I haven't had too many problems. And if I do have a problem, I can always ask the teacher, you know, how do I say this? Can you help me? But when I was abroad and I was practicing my languages, I was away for five weeks and I felt like my ability 
was continuously going down, continuously decreasing. And I even found it hard to conjugate simple sentences and talk for a long time. And to conjugate means to kind of change the tense. So for example, in English, you would say, I am happy, I have been happy, I have been doing, I have done, all of these different conjugations, these verb conjugations. So for me, that was very difficult. And I really couldn't work out why this was. Like, why did I feel like I was getting so much worse when it should be the opposite? You know, I was completely surrounded by my target language. I was talking, using it every day, reading it every day, hearing it every day. But I felt like I was getting no better. So why was this? So just to explain my trajectory, which is the path I took, the first two weeks I spent abroad, I felt very good. My confidence was going up. I felt like I was learning a lot every day. But then after those two weeks, I could feel it suddenly starting to decline. So my ability in the language got worse. And I started to lose a lot of confidence. So I fought for a long time as to why this could be. I came up with some ideas. I also asked some, perhaps some language experts online, and they gave me some good ideas as well. So I'm going to share them with you today. So one issue that I thought was, although you may feel like you're getting worse, you're actually just getting used to speaking in that language. And maybe you're no longer impressing yourself. So this can apply whether you are in a kind of immersion environment or maybe you're just studying a lot at home or you're listening a lot at home. We always have that honeymoon period and that kind of means the first beginnings of learning a language when you're very excited, you've got lots of motivation and you can see progress every day. But when it becomes normal for you, when your brain gets used to it, it's kind of no longer impressive because you take it for granted. It's not a really exciting skill anymore. It's just kind of normal. So it's not so impressive. And that might be one reason where it doesn't kind of help push your confidence anymore. Another reason I thought about is that your skill level increases very, very slowly. So I would say your skill is always increasing, but it's a gradual, slow increase. But your expectations increase very rapidly. So when I was abroad, after a couple weeks, I felt like, I felt more like a local there. I felt not so much like a foreigner, but I felt more connected, integrated into that local culture. And because of that, I was expecting myself to talk more like the people around me. So my expectations were so high because the way I felt did not match my skill. So always keep in mind that your expectations and your skill do not increase at the same rate. I think that's a very important thing to remember. So you don't expect too much of yourself and end up feeling bad. I think it's also not helpful 
Because if you are in an immersion environment, so you're in another country, you're talking to native speakers online, you're spending time, could be talking to native speakers on video games, whatever it is, you're, you might be constantly comparing yourself to the native speakers. And that's never a good idea. Because no matter how good you get, you will never be quite a native level. You might even be better technically than native speakers, but you will never have that kind of native knowledge of learning a language from birth. So it's never a good idea to do that. So that's another reason. So now just to talk about some of the ideas I got online from other people. One person said, it's because you're getting tired. So when you have Skype conversations, probably it was never longer than an hour. So it's very manageable, quite easy to have that kind of one hour, half an hour Skype conversation. But perhaps now it's 24-7. So when you do go to another country, you're more immersed. It's very, very normal for your brain to feel tired and to kind of forget how to do that simple grammar stuff because it's just a lot of strain, a lot of new information for your brain. Another idea which I really liked was someone said, you probably realise there is so much more to learn and that sort of messes up your confidence. So I really like this way of thinking. So there's a really common quotation in English, which I really like, which is, the more you know, the more you realise you don't know. So as you're learning anything, in this case a language, when you get to more advanced levels, you kind of see how much more there is to go. And it can be a bit daunting, a bit overwhelming, and that can also lead to burnout. And burnout means kind of losing your motivation, losing your feeling of wanting to progress and go forward. I think it also relates to a topic that I want to cover in the future, which is kind of comparing Skype conversations or online language partners to real life language partners or even real life situations, encounters. So a kind of one-to-one -one Skype call is quite structured. It's still very, very useful, but there isn't really much pressure because the person you're talking to focuses on you they're kind of adjusting their language to meet your needs and they kind of understand that you're there to learn. So if you don't understand, you can ask questions and there's no pressure, there's no kind of feeling of guilt because that's what they're there to do, that they are there to help you. In the real world, it can be very, very different. Say if you make a mistake, when you're say ordering something, perhaps there are people waiting for you it can kind of cause people to be impatient. In some situations when you are doing it academically, like studying or maybe trying to book a plane ticket, it can even have huge effects, a huge consequence if you do get something wrong. So there's much, much more pressure than kind of learning from home. There's also a lot of vocabulary and phrases that you might encounter in real life that you probably don't encounter much in your daily learning routine. Maybe you wouldn't see on Skype or in a textbook or on a video even. 
So maybe you can have an in-depth discussion about climate change, politics, maybe even philosophy in English. But when it comes to living your life, living your daily life, there are simple, simple phrases that can be very difficult. And one person online gave me the example of you can hang up your jacket over there if you want. So this just simple phrase to hang up, to hang up, it has many meanings like hang up the phone, hang up your coat. But if you're talking about something complex like politics, then you don't really need the word hang up. So little things like that are very useful. And in fact, I've been thinking about this a lot recently and I want to kind of try to incorporate more of these daily expressions in my podcasts and my content. So at some point this month, maybe I've already done it, I want to make a video about cooking. So it won't be anything special, but I think it might be a good way to explore some English vocabulary related to an everyday task and not just exploring deep topics. Maybe two big takeaways that are very useful that I kind of really like, just the simple solutions of what you could do is first of all get some sleep <laughs> so everyone I asked online just say get some more sleep because sleep is apparently so so important when it comes to learning something new especially when you're learning a language so having that time to rest your brain to sleep is really useful because it allows that information to sink into your head and you kind of consolidate it which means it kind of becomes more real or more concrete. So sleep is very important when it comes to learning. I've heard that many times before, so I can say that quite confidently, even though I'm not a sleep scientist. And maybe the final way to summarize this is quite simple, and that's just your perception of your skill in language will always fluctuate which means go up and go down. So don't expect it to always be the same. It's just like your mood, you know. Some days you're in a good mood, some days you're in a bad mood. Things cannot always be improving every day. It's not really how life works. So always remember that, but hang in there, hang in there. So hang in there means to keep persevering, keep enduring, even, even through the difficult times and you will come out on the other side soon enough. So basically this whole podcast is just my way of saying maybe you feel like you're getting worse but it's probably just an illusion. Get some sleep and try to stay positive and of course have faith that what you're doing is working because it surely is. Okay so I'm going to stop the topic there today. I hope you got some value out of what I was saying. I am very quickly getting through all of my notes that I made when I was traveling. As I said before, I have made many, many notes on language learning and my thoughts on language learning, some problems I have, and this was a big one for me. This was a really big hurdle, a really big problem I was encountering. So a hurdle was kind of like a problem that you face and it's kind of very difficult to get over that problem. So I'm glad I could talk about this one finally. 
I've got a lot of exciting episodes lined up as well. Next week, I've got an interview with a polyglot. So I'll be speaking with Shannon Kennedy about teaching English to your children. So that should be an exciting one. I think if you have children or you want to learn what we can learn from children in terms of learning language, I think that'll be a really interesting one to listen to. The week after, next week, I'm doing my first ever AMA podcast. So AMA is Ask Me Anything. So when I listen to a podcast, these are always my favourite episodes because it's kind of relaxed, laid back, and it's basically where the podcast host will answer a handful of questions in one episode. So maybe the answer will just be 10 seconds, 5 minutes... So I reached out to my Instagram followers and they sent me lots of really good questions. So I'm looking forward to answering them in two weeks time. If you want to ask a question for a full episode of the podcast about English, about language learning, British culture, anything like that, you can go to ewmichael.com forward slash podcast. And at the bottom of that page, there will be a section to leave a written message or an audio message. If you want to be kind of updated, so next time I do an Ask Me Anything podcast, the best place to kind of get lots of questions is on Instagram. You know, I make an Instagram story. So if you want to follow me there, you can just search for English with Michael. But between my between those words there are underscores which is that kind of horizontal line but not the middle one the kind of long one at the bottom so english underscore with underscore michael but if you can't find that you can just find it on my website so we will stop there for today thank you so very much for listening i hope you have a great day a great week whatever you're doing hope you're safe And I will see you next week. Bye-bye. You have been listening to the Level Up English podcast. If you would like to leave a question to be answered on a future episode, then please go to levelupenglish.school forward slash podcast. That's levelupenglish.school slash podcast and I'll answer your question on a future episode. Thanks for listening. At the beginning of this episode, I asked if you knew the phrase losing one's touch, to lose your touch. This is a really common phrase, a common expression, and it means to kind of get worse in something you're doing. So quite simply, if you're losing your touch in English, that means you're getting worse, you're not as good as you used to be, or maybe you're losing your confidence. If you haven't practiced a skill for a long time, perhaps you're losing your touch. So can you think of anything? Are you losing your touch in anything?